Chris. What a story. Yep. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Good. So, I guess I didn't explain how this works. My laptop is just going to run its thing. I control it, so you can say next slide or I'll just change it sure. without telling you. <laughs> and then... Um, and then if there's any like, questions they have, it's all you. You've got to do research because I yeah. can't change it. Oh, off sure, of this. sure, yeah. I can pull up plans and anything that they want to see, um, but outside of that, that's what this is used for. Okay. That's good. I think it's pretty simple. Where is everyone? Yeah. This is going to be a short meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx to me. <laughs> yeah, I hope there is a Oh, it doesn't have to be detailed. Is that a speaker card? Yeah, but Aren't you the applicant? I am. Oh, okay, yeah, we, you, don't, you don't need one. That's for members of the public. That is me today. I'm Rachel. I'm filling in for Jared. You can just call me Jared. He has some graduations in the family, so he is busy doing the family thing. He has two. I know. He has a middle schooler and a high schooler graduating this week. Oh, wow. Isn't yeah. that awesome? That's fantastic. Good for him. Yeah. And a middle schooler. Yeah. Well, the high schoolers that we went to the party for last weekend acted like the middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very accurate. We went to four last weekend. Oh my oh, wow. gosh. That's so fun. My day consisted of driving to Lancaster, Long Beach, Valencia, <laughs> Orange County. I hope the food that was, was I hope the food was good. One day? Was it worth it? Fair enough. Oh, aren't you looking forward to teenagers? I have teenagers. I have two of them. How old are they? 14 and 16. Yeah. And there, one got his driver's license on Monday. Scary. Stay off the road. That's scary. Yeah. Who's the other gal that's a planner here? She was our plant planner for a little short time. That's me. Jamie. You're Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> the full circle moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, she was awesome. Brenda's awesome. She took my project and 
Palmdale. And she just took it, took the bull by the horns, and we just sailed right through that. Great. Look at you guys. That's good. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh no! Grab people in the parking lot. Hey, do you work here? Explain some things. Yeah, that happened to us on the way in too. Is the security guard? He wasn't there. Okay. Yeah, there should be someone there for evening meetings. There usually is. That's surprising. Yeah. Well, that explains that. Yeah. Sounds like we're getting a quorum in this moment. Yeah, so. good. Yeah, well, yeah, we're like we're a quorum here. I, for a minute, I was like, I don't think this is happening. So. Yeah, like you just. <laughs> it's a good way for to introduce myself for a new um, commission. Yeah. No quorum. The waves, <laughs> the waves aren't good enough to. to oh, know, good so. to know. If good they to were know. good, maybe. Go. What time is high tide today? We locked you Do out. You know? huh? This is like a big question. Yeah. I was, I was going to take it personally. <laughs> Guys, are you? So out. Are you our chairman? Yes, I am. Yes. Are they putting me up separately? I guess. Feel free to scooch in. Seems forever, like forever since we had a meeting. Uh, yeah, it does. It was mid April. So. Sorry, the buttons are green. No problem. No problem. Okay. Oh, and can you, Jamie, can you flip the switch on the bottom? I just heard that. Like, on what? I, I need to check on the radius to see if it's working. Can you get his out of office? Talk about like, what's that? Can you get his out of office? It's streaming. Okay. Um, it's on the bottom. It's a flip switch. I was told by a different uh, yes, a committee member. Oh, yeah. I cannot tell who. I was telling Tony that he's away a message, so it says to call me. Yeah. She's taking the brown too. Right? She's taking the okay, brown It says tail. recording. Okay, great. You see it. You're I my, see it. It looks. It says recording. Yeah. It's You're on. My, um, I'm your witness. Where did you okay. go? All right. I'll tell you after. Are we good to go? Yes. Yeah. I'll tell oh, you after. All right, calling to order. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to tonight's meeting of the Design Review Committee. Um, Madam Clerk, can you please call the roll? Sure. Member Cormain? Here. Member Groudon? Here. Member Kiesel? Here. Vice Chair Tomazello? Here. And Chair Antelman is absent. All right, thank you. Um, this time we set aside uh, for public communication to talk about any item that's not on tonight's agenda. Uh, is there anyone who would like to speak to us on any item not on the agenda? No, we have no public speakers for this item. Okay, thank you. Uh, we'll move to our first and only consent item. This is approval of the Design Review Committee uh, minutes from March 29th, 2023 and April 19th, 2023. Uh, do we have any uh, questions uh, from any committee members? 
Barron's request for a motion, please. Move to accept. A second, please. I'll second that. Madam Clerk, can you call Okay, the Member Cormain? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. And Vice Chair Antelman? I mean, Vice Chair <laughs> Tomasello? Yes. Thank okay, you. Okay, motion carries. I will move to our uh, first formal item. This is item two on the agenda. This is project 15391, Meta Apartments Major Design Review, located at 1279 Meta Street. This is a request for major design review to add a three-story multifamily residential building with seven units, including one moderate income affordable unit on a 0.4 acre site with an existing three-story seven unit multifamily building and 828 square feet single family residence in the T41 zoning district within the DTSP. Uh, has anyone had any ex parte communication regarding this project? No. Not I. And with that, I'll turn it over to staff for staff presentation. Good evening, members of the commission, members of the public. My name is Rachel Diamond. I'm the new interim assistant director of the community development department here at the city. I just joined you, and so thank you for having me. Um, tonight, I am actually um, here in Jared's stead. He was unable to join us, and he's celebrating some graduations, so congratulations, Jared. Um, so uh, we are here tonight to talk about Meta Apartments. This is a request for a major design review that would add a three-story multifamily residential building with seven units, including one moderate income affordable housing unit um, to a site that already has two existing structures on it. Can you go to the next slide? Um, so the property is located on Meta Street, just off Crimea Street, and it backs up to Cottage Court Alley. Um, the next slide, please. This is in um, a residential neighborhood that has existing one and two story single family and multifamily structures. I'm sorry, one to three story single family and multifamily structures. And it's also um, one property over uh, from Cabrillo Middle School as well. Next slide. Here's the existing site. So as you can see, it's a 0.4 acre site and it actually was two parcels. They're combining the parcels um, to create one larger site. And on um, the site includes one existing single family home. It's 828 square feet. It was moved to the site somewhere before, sometime before 1928. We're not exactly sure on the date. And then there's also a, um, a three story seven unit residential building that exists on the site that you can see on the, the top portion of the site. If you go to the next slide, this shows you where the proposed new building is going to be located on the site. Next slide. Thank you. Um, so again, for the proposed project, you can see that those were formerly two lots. They'll be joined together um, so that they're one site. Um, I see a shaking of the head, so that sounds like a, a no. We can talk about that at another time, but um, they do need to be combined for this project to work since there is some access being taken off of the neighboring property. Um, so why don't we go to the next slide, please? 
Uh, this shows access to the site for the new structure. They're proposing seven parking spaces that are all internal to the building. So as you can see, they're utilizing the existing driveway uh, that services the existing apartment building to access those four garage spaces um, that kind of are central to the site. And then there's also three parking spaces that are in, um, enclosed in garages that you access off of the cottage court alley. Next slide, please. Um, so this is actually the second time the DRC has seen this item. It did come before you on March 15th. Is that correct? 2013? 23. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Um, so 2023 earlier this year, that's what I thought. The item was continued to a date certain of May 17th, but that meeting was actually canceled. So we were able to re-notice the item entirely to make sure that we were meeting all the legal requirements to notice to, um, to the neighbors. There were a number of comments provided by the uh, design review committee. Um, specifically, um, comments included um, consider changing the proposed exterior materials from a mix of stucco and siding to exclusively siding. Um, there was a comment to use a pitched roof with gables to make it more cohesive with the existing building. Uh, there was a comment about adding downspouts and gutters adding any rooftop equipment to the plans, uh, matching the proposed siding to the historic house on the site, and providing more detail. So if you go to the next slide, um, this shows basically a side-by-side -side comparison of the plans that, or the elevations rather, that you saw in March of 2023 compared to what you're seeing today. Um, so just to give you a little bit of detail, this is showing the front with the house in front um, with the outline on the top and then the actual front of that building is being shown below so you can see the detail behind the house. Um, so as you can see, they swapped out a number of, uh, swapped the materials in some cases, stucco for siding and, um, and broke up that facade a little bit more. Can you go to the next slide, please? Um, this next slide shows the elevation that's visible from the alley off of Cottage Court. Here you can see those three garage doors. Um, there aren't really any significant changes to this um, elevation. Um, I think one thing to note as well is that the recommendation from the DRC was to uh, utilize a sloping roof, um, but the applicant has maintained this flat roof design. Um, and contends that it matches some of the flat roof um, structures in the vicinity. Uh, you can also see the downspouts added in response to your comments. Next slide, please. This shows the east elevation. So as you can see, the single family home is on the left uh, where the front property line is, the rear property line on the right side of your screen. Um, while the materials for stucco have a different pattern on the elevation, those are the same materials, so um, the stucco remains the same type of stucco, um, vertical siding the same as well. Um, and so what you can see on this elevation really clearly is that at the front of the structure um, closest to the house, they reduced the structure by one story to kind of step down to that single story structure and respond to that structure in their design. Again, you can see some other um, swaps for materials, but I think one key thing to note that you can see on this elevation is that they traded horizontal siding and stucco um, clad walls for um, balconies and instead used open metal railing. Um, and so this is in contrast to the recommendations that the um, that the materials match both the single family or the 
the structure to the to the side of this property. If you go to the other next elevation, please. This is the west elevation. This is the interior kind of courtyard side, if you will. You can see the four driveways that, or the four garage doors rather, that will use the driveway that's just um, to the west of the single family home that is also utilized by the other apartment building. And so again, you can see the swaps here where the open railing is now utilized, so it's adding a new material to the facade, um, as well as some swaps um, here and there for between stucco and um, the siding. One of the recommendations and comments that was made previously by the DRC was that the um, project should just utilize one of those two um, one of those two materials and either do a stucco building or do a horizontal, I think it's a like a hardy board plank material for the entire building. That would, the, the horizontal boarding would match the existing house and it would also match um, more of the style of the other apartment building that's on the site. But again, the applicant has maintained um, to want to use the two materials together. If you go to the next slide, please. This gives you some detail on the colors and the palette. This hasn't changed from the previous design. Like I said, some of the materials have just been swapped out from stucco to that um, hardy board. This gives you the landscape plan of the site. Um, you know, one of the things that was really essential was creating um, somewhat of a landscape buffer at the courtyard area to help kind of transition it to that other building and the applicants were asked to do more um, native landscaping and they um, opted to select some uh, um, low water use plants for the site. You go to the next slide. So this is a, um, this is the second time you've seen this application. You had a number of comments last time. We conveyed them to the applicants, some of which were responded to and some uh, were not. And so um, at this point, you know, the reality is that we have a legal obligation to continue to move this project forward. It's a housing project, and I just want to be really real with you that you're here to make a recommendation to the Planning Commission ultimately about this application, and we need to move it forward. So I, what I'd like for um, the commission to do today is to be able to make a recommendation and provide some detail that the applicant can then take back with them to, and potentially make any changes before they get to their next, their actually formal hearing. Um, so, you know, obviously we're looking for all of your comments, any design, architectural, or landscape changes that you recommend, but we're also specifically recommending that you um, include a provision that they change their roof from flat to sloping to match the existing structures on the site. So with that, I will open it up to any questions or comments, and then we have the applicant here for their presentation, so thank you very much. Are there any questions from committee members of staff at this time? Uh, of, excuse me, uh, of committee members of staff specifically. Um, I, I was just, uh, uh, just for the staff, um, I guess more for the applicant, I think. I have a couple for the for staff. Um, what is the horizontal distance from the existing historic home to the, to the new proposed structure? Let me measure that. I can't, I couldn't find it, but. Give me just a moment here. 
I can ask that of, of the applicant as well. I can look at it and measure it while we're getting to the next question. Do you, you don't have to. If you, have, if you have to work, if you don't know it, it's okay. And then uh, on the DRC comment responses, you have a number three that the applicant's response adequately addresses the DRC comment. Is you're saying that those drawing lines on a building are adequate as representing downspouts? They they do show downspouts, yes. Do they? Okay. Maybe the building maybe the downspouts are gonna match the materials of the thing and paint. Okay. I'll ask the applicant as well. Okay, can we have the applicant's presentation, please? It's 10 feet distance between the existing single okay. family and the proposed structure. Thank you. Andrew, would you like to, or? You, you can, you can you come up. You can come up here, and if you could speak into the mic, that'd be great. Is it on, Heather? Before we, before we go, can I ask staff another ask question really quick? Sure. Um, why do we not get that image? In our that, that's not an accurate image to reflect the current design, so oh. I, I didn't want to show you, it's beautiful, I didn't want to show you something that wasn't accurate. So it's not accurate? It's, it reflects the plans that you saw in March. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. My, my name's Andrew Leopolis, and uh, I'm the owner of the project that's for you. Um, we've uh, made uh, and addressed all the comments that were brought forward to us. Um, last time I didn't have my architect, but he is here to ask, uh, answer any of your technical questions. Um, we're prepared to move forward with this project. Um, I do, I thought we were, do, we were just doing a uh, reciprocal access agreement with the two properties that we own, but I guess that can be maybe brought up at another time or that we can do that before maybe our next hearing or something along those lines. But I don't understand the, the, the implications of, the, uh, of that whole deal. Sure. So uh, if you have any questions for me, um, I'm here, and if it gets real technical, I'll bring uh, Mr. Swalsby forward and he can answer some of the other questions that you might have. Does that conclude the applicant presentation? Yeah, unless there's questions. I think we addressed your concerns about the, you know, pulling back the, the third floor, which we did do, and I think we, you also had concerns about the downspouts, which we're, we're showing. I think there was something to do with uh, uh, some of the textures that we were using on the exterior, uh, where we felt that the project that's directly behind us, we, um, I think Jared was actually the, uh, the planner on that, so we looked for guidance in regards to that, so we really felt that was a very complimentary project for the neighborhood, and uh, so we, we followed along. It, they also have historical homes on the site, as, as we do, and so we complimented both, both the historical site along with the new site to, you know, blend in with everything. Okay. Um, we'll turn it back to uh, the committee members for questions of the applicant. The applicant team. Go for it. Chris. Yeah, I, I would like to ask the, the architect or designer to 
Um, explain the basis for the design approach. I mean, if you can give us a sense of how you approached um, the configuration of the building. Okay, hi, my name is John Swalby, architect on this project. The approach was, uh, with a flat roof, was to match the, some of the existing buildings around there. Uh, there's, you know, you, you saw the pictures of the building next door, that's got a flat roof, the one behind has a flat roof. Uh, we could not, you know, if we go with a pitch type roof, then we're gonna lose the entire floor because we cannot exceed 30 feet height. Otherwise, we need uh, 28 foot fire department access from both from Meadow Street and both from the alley. So that would almost kill this project because you know we're at 10 feet right now, which you know is allowed. But you know, to get a 28 foot drive aisle through there, you know, would pretty much kill this project. The horizontal siding, we changed that out to the hardy board siding. Uh, you know, that would be painted, and the house in front would be painted so they match. And you know, we're going to use a smooth stucco finish, just like the building in the back, uh, Santa Barbara style is what you'd call it, but it'd be smooth. So I removed the hatching, the rough hatching from the latest drawings, so it was more clear that it's going to be a smooth stucco finish. And the reason why we used the different materials was to break up the uh, long elevations, and uh, both horizontally and vertically. And then the answer, I know there was another question I, I don't, wasn't addressed here, but uh, all the HVAC units, uh, there won't be anything on the roof. There'll be split mini units. Are you good? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna go back to your, the architect's rationale. Um, you have horizontal banding that, that um, most of the time is proud on the is, is proud on the edges in the in the 3D rendering it looked like it was very proud on on the drawings it's it's proud at some points at some turns and then it's not on others how are you going to treat that so at, at this edge here if you can see on the west elevation there's there's places where the the banding sits proud and there's also times where the banding is predominant and the horizontal, the, then there's other ones where the vertical is the predominant. Why, what do you, how are you gonna treat those corners and how, um, why, why are they different? The roof overhang. <coughs> Not the roof overhang. Okay, but yeah, the, the banding. I'll get to the roof overhang. Okay. So, so the banding within the walls, you know, it would be either four inches or six inches, depending on the depth of it. And so, so we're, you know, again, using that to break up the vertical and horizontal and to give it, uh, break up the solid plane. So we were using the, the banding to, uh, you know, again, break up the plane so it's not one straight flat plane. Okay, so, and then the, and the, the roof plane itself is actually smaller than the banding, is that? So the roof overhang would be uh, bigger. It'd be like a two. Vertical, vertical, vertical dimension. Right, yeah, because we're just uh, using the, uh, you know, the roof framing as the banding, we're, we're not thickening that up. And, but it will have a, about an 18 inch or two foot overhang to give it more, uh, you know, more of a uh, solid roof cover look. And so can I ask you on um, the DRC comment number one, your response is that the two materials are preferred, why? To break up the horizontal and vertical planes uh, so that it's not one 
solid element. So you're breaking up the horizontal with stucco in between it, let's say on the south elevation. Can you, can you actually show, uh, say what elevation and what, what you're doing were? And, and while, you're, while you're at, uh, I'll, I'll, never mind, I'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, so on the west elevations, there were the blue, or the, the blue color will be the horizontal siding. And then the uh, beige color is the stucco finish. And then we've got the metal garage doors on the bottom floor. And so, we're, so again, we're uh, breaking up the you know, wall plane using both materials and as well as the white bands, which will be a pop-out band, very similar to the building that was built right behind. So you're not talking about horizontality, you're talking about a horizontal material that's applied to the surface? Well, I mean, it's a long building, so we, we're okay. trying to break up the plane of it so it doesn't look like, you know, just one blank wall. So on, let's take the north elevation, you know, in your second level, you, instead of having a banding of, uh, I can't remember what that siding is, but it's a blue siding, it's, it's backwards, so I'm not sure if I can totally read it. Cement, the cement, the... The cementuous material? Yeah, so a hardy plank cement board. And so what you're trying to do is break up that horizontality? Correct. And then in the vertical, you're doing it on the south elevation at the top to break up the verticality? Yeah, we're using it to break up both the vertical and the horizontal. Okay. Um, I have a couple more questions. So your, your mini splits are going to have condensers on every one of the decks, right? Right, yeah. The but they're not shown, is that correct? They're shown on the floor plan. They'll be in the balcony. But they're not shown on the elevations? No, because they'll be on the balcony. And, you know, mini splits is like aren't the size the, of a suitcase. Aren't uh, a little bit bigger than that, but yeah. Um, a big suitcase, I guess. My daughter would probably take one to Europe. Um, the, but there, you have like, what, it's a rail, rail siding that is actually. Uh, it's permeable. You can see through it. So you would see those on there, right? Yeah. Well, that was, that was, that was a, the last meeting, that was one of the suggestions was to use the open railing. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the open railing. I'm talking about the, the lack of the actually HVAC and it's on the drawings. Well, yeah, like they're shown on the floor plan, um, but we didn't show them on the elevation because, uh, you know, like I said, it's about the size of a, you know, a briefcase or a suitcase. Okay, and then the, speaking of the elevations and showing things, we asked to see the gutters and downspouts. Are your gutter, gutters and downspouts going to reflect the material that's behind it? Because be all they'll be painted to match. They'll be painted to match, so they can be painted and then a little black stripe and a little on like that, and then white where it goes over the white. Yes. Okay, so that's what that was my question to staff earlier. So then, this, where there's stucco, it's going to be painted to match stucco. Right. Yeah, they'll be painted to match the okay. adjacent finish. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Um, Window and window details. Is this what your is the window detail provided on that's Plan Four? Uh, is that what you're calling the window detail? Right. Yeah. We. Uh, that's an old one that you have. We removed the emollients. I don't know if you should have the updated drawings. This is the most recent packet that I know of, unless I printed out the last packet. But I'm pretty sure I printed out today's. Um, so you don't actually have details. This is an elevation detail, but you don't actually have details of the of how it's going to sit, how far it's going to sit out, what the casing is going to be, and what the um, 
base was going to be no, the top and all that. Construction details for this. Uh, it's not construction detail. It's actually a design detail. I'm not asking for a construction detail necessarily, but I'm asking more for a design detail that would be cut cut through it, so we could actually yeah, see how cut. it sits. So that elev this elevation is not not seen, but it's, I'm assuming it's going to be very different than that. But if you drew that elevation and elevation, you're only going to see one extra line, two extra lines. But if you, if you cut a section, we could actually see the depth of the windows. So we don't, I don't have any idea of how those window details actually work. Um, okay. Okay, yeah, we, yeah I, I didn't know you were, had asked for a section detail. We, we could provide that. You know, you know, the window the window will be flush with the exterior of the wall, and then we'll have the uh, banding around it. Okay. And then the, the, um, you answered this question already, but will you repeat it, the, the fire code that's triggered by a sloped roof? Anything over 30 feet tall requires 28-foot fire department access from two sides. And so if, if we go, if we exceed 30 feet height, and we did have a long discussion with the fire chief on this, you know, there's, you know, the same standard that's used throughout the state. Anything over 30 feet high needs a 20-foot access so their ladder truck can get to it. And so it, you know, requires a different radius, different access, uh, like I said, from two sides. So, you know, would have, you know, we would have had to enter, but we couldn't have entered from the alley because the alley is only 20 feet wide to begin with. So, you know, so that was impossible to, you know, because uh, because of the horizontal depth is too too long for them to reach it from the street. Um, well, yeah, fire, anything over thirty feet tall, fire department requires access from two sides. And aerial apparatus access. Right. But my understanding is it's to the eave. It's not to the ridge line, and so that w that was going to be a question that I had. Okay, I know uh, up in my area I work, they always go to the ridge. And, and our, our fire, our, our, our fire said you cannot do a sloped roof. Yeah, he said anything over 30 feet tall. We, we had numerous meetings with the fire, Mr. Brett Reed, and uh, he was very res responsive and very courteous and very helpful. And, and he actually drove the site and, and even seen plans of what we were doing. And so this is something that he bought off on. I would really highly recommend that, you know, he's such an intricate part of what goes on in design and what happens in here in this city that somebody from his office should really be here just, you know, to help, you know, alleviate some of these questions. So, I mean, I'm just directing that towards staff, you know, for the future. On your um, materials page, you have a pop-out with smooth stucco, it's a second from the right, and it's drawing what appears to be the fascia. Are you stuccoing the fascia? It would be a stucco fascia. Again, you know, matching the building that was built behind. Um, how, how do you feel that you match the, the most historic, and it's actually almost on the same property, it's 10 feet away, how do you feel you're matching, or how you're respecting that building? The uh, front building? Correct. We're going to, well, the front building has horizontal siding as well. So, you know, that we're going to use that and we're going to, you know, both buildings be painted to match. So you're going to paint, the front building's going to be painted? Yes. And one's a hardy lap siding and one, then the front house is not lap siding. It is a lap siding. I don't no, know. it's not a lap siding. 
fairly sure of it. 99.9. The, the, exist, the existing historic house. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, it's okay. I got my. Uh, it's it's not lapped. Um, the. Okay, never mind. I'll let it go. I'm done. I'm good. Do you remember Kiesel? Um, has the uh, landscape arc? Uh, oh, is the landscape architect here today? No, okay. Um, well, then I'll have to ask you guys on this, um, and I might have to ask the well, may I, let me direct this to the staff, if I may, real quick. Just uh, what's the you know talk about fire access along the side yard? Is that ever brought up? Oh uh, yeah, on the the side yard here on the bottom of the sheet, uh, you you have a fenced area, and then you have the building. I see some plants in there, you know. So sometimes, you know, they'll say, hey, we, we need to have a certain clearance to get back there. I don't know if that was addressed or not. Is that? I know fire department for a walking, they require a five foot yeah. clearance, which we have. Walking, not driving, but walking. Right. But right, right, for to get the hose. Of, right. No, understood. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of times they, they, they request a certain clearance even in these narrow yard, yards in the, in the back. Yeah, and he, he's seen this. Okay. And Okay, just want to clarify that. Um, what could someone explain to me how this little courtyard area is working with the adjacent? I, I, I have to apologize. That I'm having a hard time reading these plans um, because they're not scales different and from the legend, and then to the plan, and then the colors are, are very muted. So, um, if, so what? How how's that transition working right there? What what is the intent of that? Well, the intent is, you know, we're, you know, we've added the tree that was uh, requested and some shrubbery, and we'll have the ground cover that will match what's next door. The ground cover. So you can see right there. Uh, I apologize. I'm new, new to this first time I've seen this project, and I, I didn't get a chance to walk it. But is, it, is there a fence right there separating? There's, like, there's about a two-foot high block wall. It's a two-foot high block there's wall. There's a fence right now, but, you know, we'll remove that fence. Uh, so, but there's like about a probably a two foot uh, difference. Two foot difference between that, that adjacent kind of landscape area and then this. Correct. Yes. And so you're yeah. F so for the vertical elements, you can see a, a relationship there, but for the ground covers, you wouldn't really necessarily. I guess unless you're up on the upper level. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, was there? Any consideration? I know for this area, there seems to be a, a lack of like gathering areas or any kind of outdoor spaces for the, the, the prospective um, tenants. Well, we didn't. Uh, you know, we, we figured the, you know the front driveway area you know, could be a gathering area. The land, the, the central landscape area, you know, could be a gathering area. There are each unit has its own balcony, so. Yeah, there is a uh, deck on top of the roof that could also be utilized as a gathering area. So there is a, a opportunity there for a, a kind of roof deck garden. I was going to ask about that because it seemed it seemed like that would those flat roofs would lend themselves very well to that, and it would seem like it would be needed on the, on the third floor plan. You can see the up in the deck area. 
Okay, so uh, which deck, which wall, I mean, excuse me, what roof area, that top one, or which, which one would it be? Oh, just there. Yeah, right where the pointer's at, the um, railing right in front, that would be an observation area. Where the railing is, so it's kind of like a little observation area, not like too much room there. Okay, there I see it, now it, it, I can see there's a little more room. Um, I, I guess then it would have been helpful to have that articulated or illustrated, you know, here's the roof garden, usually you would see that, so I'm glad that that was pointed out. Um, Obviously, it'd be good to see some greenery up there, what, what that might start to look like. Um, and uh, I, I think... Uh, can, I oh. pig, can I piggyback on your last question? Oh, please. What, so the outside, you have an outside roof deck area that's accessible to all the yes. tenants? Yes. And okay. that's this, this area here? I should, I should be pointing up there, but this area? Not all, not all the way, just in front uh, where the uh, top floor ends. Yeah, that, uh, that should be shown. There'll be a railing across here, so it's just this area. Okay. I think that's it for me. I have a landscape question. Okay. Um, Staff said that you guys are using uh, low water, but all but one are actually moderate. Is that correct, or am I missing something? I was going to rely on you for that, but I believe she did call out low to moderate. Uh, they're all they're all called out as moderate, with the exception it's of one. Okay. So they're actually not low water use. Yeah, I, I was saving that for my comments. Thank you for stealing my thunder. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Okay, go ahead. It could still be in your, it could still be in your comments. My apologies for that. It is low to moderate for all of the plants on site. That's a big difference. Questions? Um, I, I think that that's it. No, that's a comment about that it's not. I'll, I'll say that for the comments. Um, I, I think I maybe only had one additional question regarding the landscaping. Um, I was curious where stormwater infiltration facilities are located and how that has impacted or, or um, how that may affect this proposed uh, landscaping plan, if that's been vetted. Yeah, we, we have. I, I, I didn't give you uh, the grading plan, and it hasn't been updated. Uh, but, yeah, we need to we can get that from our civil engineer. But, uh, she has reviewed that. And, she works right here locally, so she's very familiar with the requirements. Do you happen to know generally where infiltration or bioretention areas are, are to be I'd located? I'd have to look at the uh, grading plan to see. Jane's drawings are in there. Jane's drawings are in there. I don't, I didn't, there, they should be there. We talked about the drive as being a, a paver drive rather than a cement drive is one of them. And we've also, uh, using the same existing uh, landscape area as percolation and, you know, uh, for, you know, any you know, the moisture and rain that would make its way, you know, into those areas. Okay. And you're confident that the landscape plan and the civil plan are, are consistent with each other because sometimes infiltration areas have limitations on what types of plantings can be put there. I don't know if that 
Yeah, that is a very good question. Um, I, it's hard to see how graphically here, if those, usually those kind of areas would be identified graphically. Um, here's a bioswale line. I don't, is there, I, I'm sorry, I didn't see the civil, is there any designated bioswale infiltration area there? That would, yeah, I didn't, I didn't designate it on my site plan, but it should be designated on the grading plan, and I apologize if you don't have it here. We can get that for you. Yeah, that yeah, because right, we can't judge the planting over. If that, I think it was if that's in existing. the initial submittal. Mm. But we didn't. I didn't send it in this latest one. And if I, I not to interrupt you there, Tony, on but is, I know you worked with fire. I see a lack of canopy trees again. That's probably because it's a high fire, right? So he asks you to keep it kind of like this. Understood. And one other thing to the landscape areas you know moisture is like the biggest enemy of a building and so uh, we, we're very cognizant to you know uh, irrigation how much is getting into the ground and making sure everything does perk because nobody wants to see moisture intrusion coming you know uh, into a building and then uh, on the elevations um, what is the the depth of the overhang, the roof overhang? I believe it's two feet. Two feet. And were there any considerations of uh, some type of window treatments um, above any of the windows? Any any rationale for not including those? Well, we did a trim around around the windows, and then a a little thicker. Uh, seal trim and you know, again you know we're uh, you know, matching matching the building behind us okay um i actually have please um also looking at the if let's look at the east elevation and just i want to get a sense of if we the stucco and the siding are at the same um Plain, right? On the east elevation, correct, yes. Right. Um, so the, the vertical stucco white elements, how far are they off of the beige stucco? Four inches. Four inches. What is the distance of the vertical, I mean the horizontal elements? That'd be six inches. That? So is that then six inches from the Beige stucco or six inches from the four inch? Six inches from the beige stucco. Okay. So the four inch pop out and then the six inch pop out. And then you have the overhang, which is two foot. Correct. Coming out from that. Okay. And looking at the west and east elevation, I'm trying to understand the, the building increment that is um, underlying the window placements. And, you know, what it you, I, I notice you have the larger vertical stucco elements, and then it looks like you have um, uh, set in the stucco some um, expansion joints. And you're looking at the east, east on elevation. elevation. On, on the yeah. east elevation, you're doing yeah, use all the expansion joints to also break up the. Is there a, is there a, a unit distance that is common across the Vertically? There was, there was a common unit that I used. I couldn't tell you offhand. I'd have to measure it. But yeah, there was a common unit so that 
It's uniform. Okay, because it's it's a appears a bit haphazard in terms of window placement and the openings. And then the west elevation, um, I, I just, other than the perhaps on the far right with above the garages, I really don't see any um, any uh, patterning there, both vertically and horizontally. It well, on just the far seems right, like, yeah, the far right above the garage doors, the end bays on the second floor, we you know, use the horizontal siding as well as on the top floor, the middle ones were stucco. So on the, on the corners, let's say the uh, southwest corner, we've got what appears to be stucco on the south side, I mean on the west side, and then siding on the south. So it doesn't wrap at that point? On the second floor, yes, it'll wrap around, yes. But not on the ground? Not no. on the ground floor, no. What happens at that corner? There'll be a trim. So that was a trim that you know, the um, siding manufacturer makes, uh, we'll put on so that way it'll break up <coughs> the stucco on the trim, or the trim, the stucco on the trim siding. Okay. Um, in the origin, in the historic home, the patterning there is based on the uh, boards at the corner, and they wrap. Yeah, they have. Yes, they have a corner trim. And so, stucco. The uh, the siding occurs between boards that are there. That's all I have a question for a question. Uh, did you, uh, can I, I want to piggyback on committee member Corman's question. Wait, are those regular joints? Is that what those are? On the, in the stucco, uh, let's say take east elevation um, in the back, th those are regular joints? Yes, those would be regulates, yes. Okay, so all those are? Correct. And, the, and does that happen on the west elevation too? Is that the one other spot? Oh, okay. So it's, you're putting regular joints on one, one, one elevation. One elevation, yeah. Which you know is the backside of the unit, so. and primarily, uh, you know, one using it for architectural lines, but also uh, to break up the stucco because if you get too much of a stucco area, it tends to crack. What's the finish on the stucco? It'll be a smooth finish, uh, what you call like a Santa Barbara style. Any other? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. One more question. So the the banding on the on the roof is stucco. The pop out is stucco. Are all the pop outs stucco? They all, be, they all be stucco, yes. They'll be stuccoed over, but, but painted a different color, or actually integral stucco a different color? Yeah, all the pop-outs. The They'll be dove gray, the Haber dove gray. Mm -hmm. I see it. I mean, that's, so that's all of the banding. Vertical, right. horizontal, those are all the bandings going to be 
uh, a stucco. Stucco finish, correct. Okay, yes. thanks. There are no more questions of the applicant. I'll go ahead and open public hearing. Um, Madam Clerk, do we have any members of the public who wish to speak? We have one public speaker on this item. Leonard Whitley. You get the big stage. One South Crimea Street, and I've only got a couple of questions about this project. A lot of you guys were addressing it already about the landscape and the fence line. Nobody talked about the fence line, what kind of fence they propose on putting. We have a wonky property line that kind of comes off two foot off our back of our driveway and then goes up to the alley. Um, I, I hadn't heard anything tonight about the fence line, what they're planning on doing, if they're going to do a block wall or what. But then I want to address another thing with the landscape. We have a river that comes through the corner of our property, right directly in the middle of that property there. So if they, you know, if they just do landscape, they're asking for a lot of mud and stuff, because this already cuts a ditch every year into our property. That, that could be taken care of with a sidewalk and a decent fence, or like a block wall or something like that. But they have to leave open, open to let the water come through. Because it, otherwise it'll puddle up on my garage. Um, the other thing is the parking. We're wanting to go to eight, but I didn't see any eight parking. I only seen seven. So I'd like the council to address that. Thank you. Thank you. We have no any. That concludes public comment. I'll uh, go ahead and close the uh, public comment and uh, turn it back over to committee members for deliberation. Would anyone like to start? Are, are, we, are they in fact putting in a new wall or fence? Um, I, I think it's a good question if you'd like to ask it. Do I need to reopen public comment to bring the applicant back up to respond? Yeah. Okay. I'll reopen public comment public hearing. and ask the applicants to come back up. I believe there is an ex existing fence uh, along that side, so um, you know, intent was to keep it. If it's, if it's doing damage at all, then you know, we'll repair it. And then as far as uh, the landscaping, you know, it will be ground cover, so it will still allow water to flow through there. We could pipe it, but, you know, it will be ground cover, so it shouldn't be any mud or anything. We gravel or something. And which property line is this that we're talking about? Can we point to that, the eastern property line? This is five foot fence there now. What property was this gentleman talking about? Is that along the east property line on this? It's falling over anyway. It's off Permite Road, so it's got to go. It's on Burn property. It's not even on the bottom. The back side of the building. On the east property line. On the east property line. Back up the alley. 
please. Um, the property line is kind of wonky here. But off this garage right here, off this corner, it goes off two foot and then it goes up to the, to the alley where it goes down. It's half falling over because the termite grew. I mean, it's been there. I've been there since 68, 1968, and it's, it's been there since I've been there. But it, it's on their property, and the water that I'm referring to cuts across right this corner, and it goes right here, and it's like a river. So if you do landscaping and stuff, that's why I said sidewalk would be the easiest way to address that issue, because it has to give the water some place to go, instead of pulling up in the garage, because otherwise it's going to come down the fence line and pull up there. I would assume that um, uh, if, if you're altering the grading, that you cannot allow um, water to move off of your property onto another. We, we, we know it. <clears throat> yeah. We'll, we'll be working with staff on all this. This is a rental, right? No, I own a house. I know. My daughter, my daughter lives there. That's what I thought. It's a rental. Um, all right. Uh, is that your question? Yeah. Thank you. I'll go ahead and close public comment. Um, shall I choose somebody to start talking? Uh, I guess just start on the landscape, get that over with. Um, so on, on the landscape, I think we already touched on that, and that would be, again, you know, we need low water use plants. Um, I noticed the landscape architect uh, is pra practices in both California and Oregon. I, I do as well. and. You know, a lot of these plants would be definitely more appropriate in Oregon and, and not here. So, uh, definitely, we need to get. And as you know, William already alluded to too, that there's just like one plant I think that's low water, and that's the uh, the cistus. So, um, that that all needs to be revisited to make this work. I'd also request that the landscape architect make these symbols. To scale, the, the legend should always match the, the plan view. And is that something you guys asked for, right? Is, do you require that for submittals from, as from the staff when they yes. submit? Okay, so anyway, that, that needs to take place because especially when whoever's reviewing it, that helps immensely to better understand what you're looking at. Um, I understood that, you know, again, you, you guys worked with the fire department. I, I've gone through that exercise as well many times and, and I, I know that that can take a while and there's a lot of things to work through. You need to space the plants a certain way and and all, all these other issues. Um, with that being said, I, I would definitely like to see more, somehow get a more some tree with more canopy in here. Um, also again, these trees are inappropriate. They need to be like low water trees, something like shoestring acacia. We always prefer natives, but sometimes they don't always work. Um, Circus, some, some tree of that nature would be a, a much better choice than what we're seeing here. Um, Design-wise on the landscape, it, it seems a little kind of bunchy, uh, spotty, if, if, if I might say so. Um, I understand sometimes you're doing that to, 
to kind of work with the fire requirements. But um, again, I think since this plan has to be revisited, especially with the plant species, a lot of things need to be looked at. I think that little plaza area, whatever, looks a little too formalized. Um, maybe might be better served to have that, again, be some kind of a gathering area as opposed to landscape. Um, we also mentioned making sure the landscaping is in coordination with the civil plan. We're not seeing that right now. Also, uh, please, we need to see the roof garden up there. And that's a very necessary space um, for this project as it's really lacking in, in outdoor living areas. So um, that would be helpful, not just in the plan view, but also in the elevations. Um, I. I have many comments I could go into with the architecture, but I think with that, I, I know the architects have plenty, so I'll go I'll, for it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just say one if thing, the bands. Um, I feel the, the bands are a little overly wrought, it's one too many. I, I, under, I appreciate trying to break up the elevations and with the materials, but maybe instead of having a band that runs around each material change, maybe in that case you, the material would push out um, six inches or whatever, create kind of a more of a, a box. And then so you're getting interesting shadow lines and it looks more purposeful, like there's a reason why there's a change there because maybe um, you just have a little bit more space there. Um, again, I understand sometimes you have the setbacks and you can't go too far, but again, more articulation. Um, I also feel that the this building is very, very plain. When I first saw it, I'll be honest, I thought it was a storage building. And that's why, again, I think some of the earlier comments that the DRC made Prior to this meeting, um, I don't know if all of it was 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 um, met, and that again with with the way these materials go, I think by doing that w would help. And again, having more landscape, I, I know you're stuck on your roof line; you can't go higher. But um, it's yeah, that, that's the the one kind of big thing that that strikes. Me. Then, of course, you know how you do all those different material changes. That's where the design comes into, and I know the architects would be better at, at you know going working that through with you. But um, those those are some of the one things. And then the, the thing is the the building in the front. I, I think that that I, I like that style. Obviously, you guys could do the pitched roofs, and um, I don't know. In some ways, I almost feel like. That building's better not to look like this this building in the back. And that is different, and it looks like it's not part of the project. I know that kind of goes counter to what you guys were, were saying, but um, it, it's because that building is so kind of stark, and whereas this older building has, you know, some character to it, and it, it almost detracts, the, the, the new building is, is detracting from the front almost, which is... <laughs> Maybe I'm not saying it the way I want to, but um, with that, I'll, I'll those are my comments. Mm -hmm. I apologize. Yeah, not the time. Um, I, I think the one thing that I'll say kind of before we continue with 
deliberations is in the spirit of what staff had mentioned. Um, we are legally bound to, to move this forward. Um, there's a specified number of hearings that will, the city um, in, in aggregate will need to make a decision on this. I think my recommendation to committee members would be um, to try to put these comments together in such a way as to have them be recommended conditions uh, that could be applied uh, as we as we make our recommendation to to planning commission and I, I think all of these comments that I'm hearing are are probably valid um, and could be added as conditions so I wouldn't feel um, you know, limited in, in the types of requests that you can make but I just try to make them as specific as possible so that they could be written down and, and really kind of followed as it moves forward. Okay, well, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that here in, in DRC, you know, we could offer design improvements and tweaks and changes to make the design better, but I have, to, I have to say I'm, I'm at a loss because I don't know if I could do that. Um, I think there's some very fundamental problems with the design here that, that you can't really tweak. Um, you know, I look at, at how you're trying to address the flat roof um, and then the style of the building uh, at the front there and then something across the alley and you end up getting what is almost like a Frankenstein of a building with all these little things put together but the building has no real design of its own. It doesn't stand alone as a, as a designed building. So I couldn't even tell you um, what to do to make this a more viable um, uh, edifice in, in our in our town, um, you know. Like if we take cues from the uh, historic building, uh, just simply putting uh, those vertical stucco elements at corners, and then filling the rest with uh, the um, siding would would suffice. And make, I think the building, by adding the verticals and horizontal stucco elements, you've made it far more complicated for, and in doing so, the building just doesn't read um, as an entire building. Perhaps the best, this most successful facade on here, I would say, would be the south elevation, where you actually have a pattern and a um, inter, in, um, interstitial uh, placement there that, that makes sense. But looking at the rest of it, it's just really hard to try to figure out how to make this work as its own building as well as how it addresses uh, the historic building. And then the flat roof working with the building that's catter-corner across the alley that's maybe pushing it a little bit, but I can accept it. Um, uh, but I'm at a loss how to make this building better. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm being honest. 
Um, yeah, that's about how I feel. Uh, Yeah, I, I I don't really know all that much to say either. But in the it, it it doesn't stand alone, and it's made worse when the when the other building is there. Um, it doesn't relate to the other building. I'm not sure what the what the what the kitty corner building is. I think I know most of them, but if if it's one of the ones around it, it's not one to follow. If you ask me, um, but the one that's directly adjacent is one to follow. And it doesn't do that. And I'm gonna. I, I agree with uh, committee member Cormain. It there, it's really it's fundamental uh, design issues. But you can't. You could get a slope roof on the front of it where you don't have the deck because I thought at first you said you had the deck there. But you can get a you can get a roof there, and you can get it low enough to be you know, the same height as the other one. You you could have, and then you could remove the the horizontal banding. And I have a lot of issue with the stucco being the banding as well. Um, I guess because that, that feels like it even contrasts more to the existing building. Um, existing pictures. Chair, what are we, what are, are what are how are we what are we we're supposed to recommend to planning commission? Um, I, I guess I could, could look at it a little better. And it can't come back, right? It it can't it can't come back. Is that correct? <laughs> Legally, they're allowed to have five public hearings, including all DRC hearings. So this is and, number two. We're at number two. So I mean, I would love to move and, it along. I don't do I don't like having things come back and forth. So well, and, I'll defer to our attorney as well. It, it, just, it to just feels to me like there wasn't. Just to be clear. Much just to be clear. Oh. We have a total of five meetings that would include potentially uh, an appeal, so we need to make sure we have plenty left over for that. And, so and we should move it forward to planning commission. Ideally, we'd give planning commission yeah. the opportunity to continue it if, if they so needed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we should move it forward, but I, and I think we should have some clear guidelines, but I don't know how to make them. Um, some of the... We have a really low bar if this is, if these are acceptable drawings. Um, they don't show so much of this of what it's really going to look like, and I I still support that we have somewhere even on the front you can, they could still have a sloped roof. Um, and then what else? What's the other one? Are any design, architectural, or landscaping changes? Yes, you may. So I. My thoughts and ideas are, I, I would say this, I do believe that a sloped roof is, is possible. Um, I believe it's 30 feet to the, the eave um, that triggers the requirement for uh, aerial apparatus access to the long sides of the building. Um, so that would be one of the recommended conditions that I would likely add or I would support. Um, I would support simplifying this building uh, in terms of the materials uh, quite a bit. 
Um, I, I almost want to go to a single material, a single, uh, just the, the siding that matches the single family residence on, on the front and it matches the larger building that this project is fitting into and is ideally intended to function as one single property um, from what I understand. Um, that seems like some relatively simple recommendations um, that I think could, could provide a little bit of um, kind of clarity, character to this overall site. I think those types of things would be um, reasonable conditions to move forward on the Planning Commission for their consideration. I can also chime in here and say that one of your recommendations to Planning Commission is to not support the project. Um, as we've heard, there are comments made that no improvement is going to help this, so that could be a recommendation from DRC should you guys not come to a consensus on certain items to use as conditions and potentially improve the project. So that is also an option to, to not recommend the project to Planning Commission. I think my concern would be the ability to deny the project without, you know. Uh, and it's not necessarily to deny it, but not support the design as is. And that would then um, require them to redesign, essentially. But okay. then the Planning Commission would have their option as well um, to either support or, or modify the project further. That's the case? Yes, that's correct. Just to, just to be clear, uh, the Planning Commission would be, need to be careful not to deny a project for anything other than objective development standards, Correct. Uh, but you could certainly recommend that you do not support the design. Yeah, I think my, my concern is that we do that and then Planning Commission has limited ability to deny the project and we haven't taken the opportunity to suggest what would be a, a uh, acceptable or um, appropriate design and we end up with this. So this is the challenge of the design review committee in today's regulatory environment and what we are tasked with trying to, to do. Does anyone want to piggyback off of, um, of uh, Tomasello's Comments. I would make a motion that I cannot support this project, and that if it has to, if Planning Commission, you know, this is how that regulatory process is working. Then, and if they approve it as is, then obviously it's not working, and then that it needs to be fixed. And because this this really needs to come back here to be looked at, and like I think Tony alluded to too, is like the simplification of the materials. Um, I, I, yeah, there are things we can try to nitpick about, but it it's fundamentally needs a rework. Is that a motion you made? 
Is there a second on the motion? I'll second it. Okay, we have a, a motion on the table, so I'm going to do a roll a hold, call. Hold on, before you do roll call, um, can you can somebody repeat the motion? I don't understand it. He's making a motion to not support the project of the design. He's making a motion. They've made a motion. We have a second, so it's a motion on the table we need to take a vote on. Um, he's saying he doesn't want to support the architectural design of the project. So, unless somebody would like it. So, unless, unless, mo unless like modified. I, I don't necessarily want to do an alternative motion, but maybe an amendment of, I guess I don't know how to, how to support it to, I mean, I agree with your motion for the most part, but I, I, I feel like we're sending them nothing really from us if we're saying we just deny it. Um, and I don't, like, like committee member Cormain said, <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure what to say. Um, I would almost want to say remove all the banding, but then what do, you, what do they do? What are the connections of that? We won't get to see it. We won't have anything to say on it. So, I, so, if it, so we're just going to say that we deny it if we, in that motion. I, I guess my feeling is it, we need to make a real statement to let the planning commission know that this, you know, we have strong feelings about this. And I, they have that option to proceed, right, or with minor recommendations. But I think sometimes I feel we need to, you know, take a stand on these things. And right, I understand it could, but once a lot of times these projects leave us, we don't get much input anyway. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss yeah. here too. Can we, can we amend <clears throat> the motion to include um, kind of what we feel about yes. our yeah. inability to act yeah, on we it? Can. Uh, you can uh, put forth a friendly amendment if the maker of the motion um, agrees that could end the, uh, um, the second as well. Uh, the motion would be amended. Okay, I agree with that. So to amend the motion to include whatever recommendations you guys want to add to, to that. Okay, do you want to, shall we wordsmith something here? Well, how do, you, how do we feel about the, the banding? I, I guess I just don't understand that, the, any, any architectural any architectural uh, logic of the building. It feels to me like a you know, first-year design project that, that well, is, not, is not successful with, and especially in respect of the next door neighbor. And it's not, it's, even if standalone, it's, it's got well, severe shall, issues. Shall we make it something that along the lines of the process as opposed to trying to include language about how to make the design better. How would you recommend we amend, because, amend the motion to do that? Um, I agree with that, but I just don't know how to do it. To make a motion to that given our inability to take this further, um, the, the, the project needs um, a lot more design consideration but uh, we are not basically capable of taking that further. 
and um, we are hamstrung, basically. And we're in the downtown specific plan, right? So there are actually details, like the window details, that we don't know what they are. And the plan doesn't show, and honestly, the elevation doesn't show either, like what, what the depths are. That they, they are called out in the downtown specific plan. And there are things that are, that are called out in the downtown specific plan that this is not in any way following. You know, I'm, not a, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a, I don't bend over backwards to believe in the downtown specific plan, but there, that is something that is not being followed also. Yeah, we're basically, we can, we're not capable of giving a complete uh, design review on this project because of other matter under other conditions. Agreed. Um, so how do we memorialize that? <laughs> um, I think the more specific you can be, you can be about what the applicant could do to put forth um, a more complete picture for the planning commission, the better. A suggestion, as you mentioned, it is in the downtown specific plan. Um, we do have the architectural design guidelines within the DTSP. Um, I, I don't know if they were included as attachments, to be honest, um, but we can always reference those, um, including other specific details like as everyone had mentioned, the siding, the, the banding, removal, one material, um, in conjunction with the architectural guidelines from the DTSP, um, and kind of let the Planning Commission use those as their, their basis for their recommendation and ultimate decision. I agree with okay, that. Well, I agree I mean, with we, you, can, Jamie. we can try to put everything in that we want to. I also think that it, we already had some response. We had some responses that we could just drop in there pretty easily. I mean, the, the, the sloped roof, that's an easy one. Um, and I guess the proposed mode, how much should I start? Yeah, I think that the, we should amend the, the, the motion to say something about the... Um, basically how, how Jamie said it, with our staff said it, about the um, downtown specific plan. Okay. We do have design guidelines and we do have uh, rationale for situations like this. Okay. Don't know how to say it. Yeah, all I'm right. sorry. So with that, um, to add more articulation to this, to this motion, um, I get, you guys are writing this down? No. Nope. Being recorded. Was that? It's all being recorded. Okay. Yeah, um, speak clearly into the mic. Right. Um, <laughs> that, as we say before, we, we, we cannot support this plan, this, um, plan as designed, but that the applicant um, revisit the downtown specific plan and then are the commission to do that. Um, some of the things we suggested was. Um, a sloped roof in, in the front front right of the project um, where it, it's allowed um, that there's two that we would like to not see any banding on this I think it's too many too many bands and that the the articulation of the materials the siding is just 
overly complicated and doesn't really kind of make sense really. It's just too many patterns and to simplify it, perhaps um, having siding that matches the house only and throughout the whole project would be advisable. Um, and relating to the landscape, I already mentioned some of those things there. We need all low water plants. We need um, to include that um, that podium garden or the, the balcony garden in, in the plans. We need the landscape to be at scale. Um, we, we need plants that are more, again, more appropriate to our Mediterranean climate. Um, we need the, the landscape needs to be reflective of the grading and drainage plan. Right now, as one of the neighbors discussed, there is some water issues, overflow that's going into the project and we want to make sure that is addressed in with the civil plans. Um, again, I know the applicant's been working with the fire department. We, we need to make sure again that all this is um, adhering to our fire standards along with the downtown specific plan. Um, anything else? Did you say low water use? Yes, low water use. Um, did you say uh, replace the fence on the adjacent? Oh, oh yes, and we need to replace the fence that is uh, termite infested, ready to fall down. Um, one other thing we're missing here, I realized, is you know, uh, outdoor lighting plan. I haven't seen anything about that, so that's missing. Um, so can we preemptively hit them with um, dark sky, dark sky? If they they have no they have no they had no lighting on the plan, right? Yeah, which is, need, needs to adhere to our, our the city standards for lighting for outdoor lighting. Um, I think so. That would be my motion within a motion. Nice. <laughs> I. Yes, I concur. Okay, I would like to repeat it back just because it helps me when I'm doing the minutes. Um, so you guys are making a motion to not support the design review of the project and these are the reasons why and what they could revisit. They, you would like them to redesign, revisit the design considerations and revisit the downtown specific plan. You'd like to see a slope roof in front of the project. You'd like them to revisit the landscaping um, with consideration to plants that are more compatible to Mediterranean climate. Uh, plan more, the plans for the drainage plan, the civil plans, landscaping to comply with fire code as well as low water plants. Uh, you'd like to see the building be more simplified to remove the banding and maybe move down to one material that the outside is overly complicated. Um, you'd like them to replace the fence that is termite ridden and you would like the lighting to be dark sky compliant and also have a lighting plan that is up to city code. The motion was actually not dark sky compliant but compliant with the city's uh, lighting standards. Okay. Is that compliant correct? with yeah. the city's. Right. Can we, I don't we, think we're dark sky compliant. We're not. We're not can we. Uh, 
recommend Dark Sky as an amendment? And can we also have them put them on the drawings for Planning Commission to see where the actually light in is? Because there's a lot of stuff on the plans that aren't on there. Yeah, I, I know that CEDA is required, but we would, that's a good, Dark Sky is always a great idea. I'm comfortable to add that, that the outdoor lighting is Dark Sky compliant. Okay, so keep it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You're good, Heather. Um, and that again, that is shown on the plan. And um, that was one more thing on that. That's good. Okay, well, let me go ahead and is that everything? Did we get everything? I, I don't think I'll be supporting this motion. I, I just want to explain the reasons why. Um, I, I think I, I understand where my colleagues are coming from in not wanting to support uh, or make a recommendation for approval. Um, I think where I'm coming from is I, I, I feel like it's somewhat short-sighted on our part to try to make a use that rec motion and uh, as kind of our stand against a, the regulatory process that, that is the way it is. Um, I feel like we'd be we'd have more influence on this project um, and its ultimate outcome on our city over the next 75 years uh, if we were to make hard recommendations for conditions to be added to uh, to this project as it makes its way up to Planning Commission. Um, so for that reason, I'm I'm going to not support this motion. Mr. Chair, are we not applying conditions to the project? Not the, way that, I, okay. not the way that I understood the motion. So they're making recommendations of the reasons why they're not supporting the project, which is essentially making strong recommendations to the Planning Commission that these are the reasons they would not support it and, and hopeful that maybe they would take that into consideration. Is that what I'm kind of understanding? That's correct. None of those are conditions of, a, of, of the project, though. You are also correct. Wait, what'd you say? Those aren't conditions right. that we're putting into the project. Um, those are just recommendations as to the reasons why you're not supporting it. But as- um, Aren't we a recommending body? Yeah, that's Correct, but we're not, you a, we're not a decision-making body. Yeah. Correct, but staff can include conditions of approval that say something like um, the applicant shall remove all banding on the project. The applicant shall include low water use landscaping, um, so that we can then include those as conditions rather than um, not. I, I I can't support shall. Um, because I don't know. If it came back, if we were to say, be able to say something and, and then have a response to it, but a shall is just too much for me. Um, if, uh, I'm okay even with a should, but the, and maybe conditions, I don't quite understand, but uh, saying that they shall remove the bandings, I don't, I, I, I can't support that. 
Right. Those were examples of what we could. I understand where um, you're going, I'm, and I was using that. But in addition, the recommendations are also be they're heard by planning commissions. So you know anything that you can provide to them are things that staff is going to also recommend to planning commission. We do take DRC's recommendations, whether we can make them as conditions or not. We do take those and lay them out for planning commission to to consider. Um, so the more detail. Um, as committee member Tomasello mentioned, the better so that we can out have the outcome of a project that is best suited based on DRC's recommendations. So in the form of conditions or in the form of whether you don't support it, the, that's the information the applicant can take forward to planning commission. Um, so those are just the additional things that we're, we're looking for. Whether or not they're as conditions as I suggested, um, we can still incorporate those into the staff report in some way. Okay, so I know you're chair tonight. Um, and if you were to make a motion, you would have to, uh, someone would have to come in for you for a couple minutes, right? You have to, you can't make, you're, I don't think you're supposed to make a motion as a, as a chair. I don't think I can make a motion. I think I can second a motion. Sorry, what, what, I'm not sure I'm following the question. What, what's the concern? If, if, if Chair Thomas Hall actually was to make a motion where our protocol is to have him actually become out of being a chair and then uh, so how, how would that work? Since we, since we don't have a vice chair here tonight, how does That's that work? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to look that up. Um, are, you, are you planning to make an alternative motion? I mean, but we have a motion on the table. You could vote on it right no, now. No, I, know, I, I understand yeah. we have a motion on the table, uh -huh. but I'm just wondering the logistics of if we... It, it's on my vote, too. That's, that's why. Because I would be... I would, I would, uh, Can I answer your question? Yeah. I'm not prepared to make a motion. Okay. If I were to make a motion, it would be, um, I, I agree with 90% of what you guys said. Things like restudy the downtown, downtown specific plan and design guidelines, that's gonna go nowhere, right? So wh what specific things um, about this project would you recommend changing to, and, and I don't know, the, the things I mentioned, you know, the, the simplify, remove the banding, uh, only hardy siding, a uh, sloped pitched roof to, you know, consistent with the adjacent building, those are the, would probably be the basis of a, of a motion that I would make. Heard. Does that make sense? Heard. I hear you. Yeah, so again, because we're, advisory only and that's kind of it it kind of goes in front of the planning commission the, really the same way regardless right and at least by saying hey we don't support it it gives a little exclamation mark to that is is why i, I was making that motion so they're going to give a little extra attention to what they're reviewing i i happen to agree with uh, specific um, recommendations and there's still real new recommendations but they're if they're specific and we say remove the, we, we say we recommend removing the banding and and having a sloped roof and and then and not go off of necessarily things like actually I was one of them brought up to downtown specific plan so um, but that said 
I, I think that, 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 that Tony's got a good, a good point of what, what part of it, what is it specifically. I think the more specific we can be, the better. And I don't, can't say I know how to do that. And well, the, here's the problem. Again, you know, we can't be expected to design the project for the applicant either. And I, I think what, with this project as it is now, there's so many things that you need to get into more articulation, um, again, how those materials come together. Um, there's just a lot there to do for the time that we're allotted. And again, if they can't, if they could come back to us, that would be one thing, but, so I, I mean, that's at least my. I, I would agree, I mean, I would, you know, it would, it's my goal to try to help the client move their project along um, and from our part we're trying to you know meet the basic design standards what we consider to be worthy design within this community and it's not necessarily a very high bar so it's not on us that you know we're asking for a wholesale redesign of something that really just does not meet um, the modicum of standards that we have for design. Um, we could try to insert all the things we think would make it better, but we're not going to see this project again, so we have no way of knowing whether any of our comments are going to land. And we have no, so I don't see it on us any, at this point that, you know, we can't give enough input to make this project work. Because frankly, at this state, it does not work. I have an answer to the question that was asked earlier. Um, this may not be relevant at this point, um, but the this, the the um, the protocols indicate that the chair should not make a motion or second a motion unless the chair is convinced that no other member of the body will do so at that point in time. So you you could make a motion if you wanted to. But we've got a motion on the table. Yes. Thank you, though. Sure. Thank you. So would you guys like me to take a vote? Ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Groudon? Yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? No. Motion carries. Thank you, Commission. Thank you. On. That's it. Thank you. Moving on to. Sir, you're out of order. You need to stop. I have a lot to say, but I won't. Thank you. Uh, we'll move on to staff communication. Uh, your next DRC meeting is July 19th. And we do have items. July 19th? Is that a question or a, a statement? <laughs> Do you it was just the way you said it. it July nineteenth. <laughs> Why did we have it on the second Wednesday? I thought it was, I planned for it next week, but it doesn't matter. But I'm fine. Wait, what? Never mind. Let's move forward. 
the June hearing calendar was adjusted, so that's why we were in the second week, because it's fine. <laughs> That's all I have. Um, if there is nothing else, we'll go ahead and adjourn the meeting. Thank you all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Attorney. Everybody here is pretty much new to the game. What's his name? Christopher De La Vega. Dante La Vega.